What's crack? Big dogs. Welcome bike to the channel. Welcome bike to the headquarters. It's the first week one video, baby. This is what we're going to be doing every single Thursday. We are going to go through all of my teams. Redraft, Dynasty, I'm going to set my lineups. So we're going to go through the different sit-start decisions that I have to make that a lot of you guys will probably have to make as well. We're going to go through some guys that might be picking up on the waiver wire to throw into my lineup. We're going to go we're we're going to do the whole thing, all right? This way you guys can get a glimpse into how I'm op how my brain is operating. Yo, this is really difficult to do with the chat up. Holy hell. Anyways, um all right, so we're going to do like sit starts. We're going to do going through my lineup. So I have redraft teams. I have dynasty teams that are competing. I have dynasty teams that are fucking tanking right now. So we'll be able to we'll be able to mess around and give you um, sit starts for basically every player and every position and every league type and shit. So uh, this will be fun. And you guys will be able to basically track my leagues as the year uh, as the year goes by so you'll be able to follow the e-town get down which we will we'll still be doing fade the public episodes but you'll be able to follow um all the leagues that i'm personally in all right so i have leagues across the sleeper platform the flea flicker platform and uh and that's really it so we're going to do some of that we're also going to get into some player props that i like for week one and thursday night football it is football day in america uh tonight i will be going to the most exciting sporting event in America. And it's not the Tampa Bay game. I'm actually going to the Yankee game tonight for Tony's birthday. Huge mistake by us. Huge mistake by us buying tickets to the uh, the Yankee game. All right. Who's ready to dive in? Who is ready to dive in? Let's get it. My rankings also just dropped. My rankings for week one just dropped. You can only get my rankings if you are a big dog member. BDGE.store forward slash community. All right, let's hit it. All right, so I am in five leagues on Sleeper. I am in one league on Flea Flicker. So here's how we're going to do this. My one league in Flea Flicker is the Go Fade Me Dynasty League. This is my most cherished Dynasty League. And I mean, sit starts for dynasty for redraft don't fucking make a difference, right? You're just making a lineup. So we'll go through each league. Uh, I will tell you about the settings. I will give you a little bit of a backstory for each league, and then we can go from there for the rest of the year. So this is the Go Fade Me Dynasty League. This was the very first, actually not the very first, but one of the very first BDGE Dynasty Leagues we ever created. We actually opened up a Go Fade Me. No, we opened up a GoFundMe for people to enter into this league. With the GoFundMe money, me, Snacks, and Animal went to Nashville for the NFL draft. Uh, each person that donated got different levels of raffle tickets to get into the league, and this, thus this was formed. So this uh, this is a 12-team dynasty league. I am the current belt holder. I won the championship in this league last year. However, my team is hurting right now. The team is hurting. Okay, so this is a super flex team. We're starting two quarterbacks, two running backs, two wide receivers, two flexes, and a tight end. No defense, no kicker. Uh, my team is in 
semi-shambles right now. Semi-shambles right now, guys. Um, I this is not a Q&A portion of the of the video right now, so I will not be getting around to comments. I will not be getting around to questions. They will be distracting the fuck out of me, though. Um, so you guys are feel free to, to drop the comments in there. But here's what we're doing here. I have Kirk. I have Matt Ryan. Uh, I, I made a big trade earlier on in the offseason, which really fucked me up and kind of screwed up my my title chances. So you can see my my team is anchored with C-Mac and Austin Eckler. The team is anchored with C-Mac and Austin Eckler. I had Nick Chubb and Mike Davis. I moved Nick Chubb, Mike Davis, and Sam Darnold for Cam Akers and Deontay Johnson. Now, as you could see, Cam Akers, RIP, on the IR. That's a problem for me because now I have all these middling wide receivers that I have to start and I don't have depth at running back, right? I could have had Mike Davis as a flex. I could have had Nick Chubb, obviously, also as a flex, but a fucking amazing flex. And Sam Darnold is my QB three. I have Kirk. I have Matt Ryan. I have Cam Newton, who is now not my quarterback three because he's nobody's quarterback three. So this becomes a problem for me, but this is a very top heavy team. Uh, my 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 players performed really well in the playoffs. I don't know how I won this league, to be honest, with C-Mac out and everybody just going off like week 15, week 16. Got lucky. But lo and behold, that's fantasy football. So the only real roster move I have to make here or I have to decide here because I'm not starting anyone over C-Mac or Eckler. I don't have a choice at quarterback. Wide receivers, Tari Kills obviously starting, Deontay Johnson starting, Jerry Judy starting. The only wide receivers you can even really think about are guys like Russell Gage, um, We'll wait for Brian Edwards to break out, but I mean, I'm not throwing Terrace Marshall into the lineup yet or anything. MVS, which I was fucking psyched. That's how you know it's dynasty season. There's a dynasty league when you're absolutely ecstatic. I just picked Tyson Williams and Marcus Valdez Gantling off of the waiver wire, which is huge for the program because I had absolutely no running back depth behind these two and Trey Sermon. So, the only decision I have to make really is tight end. It's Austin Hooper versus Blake Jarwin and Jared Cook. I, uh, I'm i going to throw Hooper in there. I really don't know what the tight end situation is in L.A. right now uh, between Jared Cook and Donald Parham. So I kind of like the safety of Hooper. Uh, this is also a... This is also a... Uh, matchup that should be extremely high scoring so i want to open up the matchups on here i don't know why i use nfl espn to look at over-unders but lo and behold it's the easiest i have like muscle memory on how to open up all these lineups i hope these streams don't lag out because i need to be switching back and forth through different tabs and whatnot uh this is not this is not tight end premium uh this is just half regular half ppr Everyone's scoring half PPR. This is not tight end premium. Uh, so the Cowboys bucks over under is 51 and a half. Cardinals is 52. Where is the Chiefs Browns? Okay, so the Chiefs Browns game has an over under of 54 and a half. That's the highest slates on the weekend. The highest over under on the slate this weekend. So I'm going to throw Austin Hooper in there over uh, Blake Jarwin. Jarwin's coming back from the ACL. I, I honestly don't know what the split there at the tight end position for Dallas is going to be. Jarwin, Dalton Schultz, like I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Uh, so I'm 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 gonna wait to see it with Jarwin before I want to throw him into my lineup. Same thing with LA. I don't know if that's gonna be like a fucking committee or whatnot. 
Uh, so I'll, I'll throw Hooper in there. Realistically, when you're you know just diving around with all these shitty tight ends, you are kind of just playing whoever's going to score a touchdown, right? Like they're all. If you're in a tight end premium, you know maybe you start to look at uh, who's who's getting more snaps, who's running more routes, who's getting more volume overall. But in a half PPR where it's no premium or anything, I'll take Hooper, uh, the higher over under who probably has a better chance to score a touchdown in this week's game. So I'll, I'll have Hooper and we'll move over to the sleeper platform because those were my real league start. Uh, this is the thump and thrash. So this is the vlog that we just put out from the New York City draft weekend or last night. If you guys missed that, it was a motherfucking featured film. Shout out to our editors. This is my team in that league. So you guys probably just watched this draft. Uh, this is a super flex. This is half PPR, and this is a tight end premium league. This has a lot more uh, lineup decisions to make here. So sorry if I'm like scrolling up and down a lot. If it's making you sick, then I would suggest uh, get a goddamn trash can and throw up. Throw up on stream. That's the goal of these streams is to make you throw up. All right, so we have uh, Tannehill and we have Russell Wilson at quarterback. Jared Goff's our quarterback three, so obviously we're just starting those two. And we're not thinking twice about it. Running back, we have Kamara and we have Joe Mixon. So they are in our running back spot. Wide receivers, of course, we got Scary Terry in there with Curtis Samuel out. Now, the wide receivers after that are, are a little bit um, – or the flex plays, I guess, after that are a little bit questionable here. So we have Julio Jones as our wide receiver, too. Then in flex, we have Mostert, Antonio Brown, and then I could decide between, you know, I'm not putting Sterling Shepard in there. I'm not putting MBS in there. I'm not putting Tevin Coleman in there. But Debo is sitting there, and you have to ask yourself, Debo versus Raheem Mostert. Which of the San Francisco 49ers players do we want to throw in there? Uh, I feel like San Francisco is going to absolutely dominate this game. Time of possession just plays run, uh, especially on the ground. This feels like a game where Mostert will have one of his most productive fantasy games on the season. Uh, so this being a half PPR, it's not being full PPR. Mostert is not like a guy that's going to rack up a lot of receptions or targets or anything. I love Mostert and Trey Sermon. I think between the two of them, they'll probably combine for like 35 carries. I think most this could be one of Mostert's highest volume games with San Fran supposed to uh have a pretty sexy lead on on the 49er or the, on the Lions. Yeah. So they're seven and a half point favorites on the road in this one. So I expect the Niners to just absolutely dominate here. Therefore I'm gonna I'm gonna invest into the ground game uh on this team. So we'll go Mostert over Debo. We're also going to go Antonio Brown. I absolutely love uh Brown's matchup versus Dallas here. I am intrigued to see who Diggs, Trayvon Diggs actually covers this week. Now, there are two places you can go to look at um to look at wide receiver and cornerback matchups. And we'll go through those a lot in these videos. Man, my internet is just not good enough for this. Fuck. So PFF and player profiler. Yeah, Bruno is in my fucking lineup, guy. Was he on the bench? No. Shut your mouth and know your fucking role. Oh, we're not even... Why are we not even on camera anymore? What is happening? Am I tripping? Are we just not on camera anymore? Should we just full screen it? Oh, boy. These streams are taking a number on us.
Hello. Oh, we bike. Oh, and we bike and we bike and we bike. Can y'all hear me still? All right, cool. So PFF has a paid has a paid portion. Player profiler also has a paid portion where you could see like wide receiver cornerback matchups, but you can also see them on each player's profile page for free. So if we were going to look at a guy like Antonio Brown, it'll show you who he's expected to get covered by. So we can go to Brown. No matches. What do you mean? Oh, there you go. I don't have a choice with the internet. New York City just doesn't fucking offer good internet. It offers amazing lifestyle things outside of the internet, but just as soon as you want to connect with the people outside, that's how New York City gets you. That's how New York City gets you. It doesn't let you actually fucking hang out with people outside of New York City. You have no choice. All right, so we're supposed to get someone named Anthony Brown who has a terrible coverage rating. If he's in the negative, it's bad. If he's in the positive, that means very good. So with Antonio Brown, doesn't seem like he's going to get digs. Antonio Brown was a guy who was running a lot of his routes from the slot last year. That does mean he's probably off the field in 12 personnel. Yes, I am also plugged in via Ethernet. It's all just shitty. It's all just shitty. I'm sorry. Um, so we could look at that. They also have wide receiver rankings or uh, cornerback rankings, but this is a paid package. So if you are a player profiler subscriber, you get access to their weekly rankings, but you also get access to their cornerback coverage rankings, which is a nifty, useful tool to decide wide receiver cornerback matchups. Uh, if you are a PFF subscriber, they have a $25. Um, they have a $25 package which i think is called the edge pff edge 25 year which i think is a fantastic oh there's a wide receiver cornerback matchup chart right there on feature tools right on the home page again guys all of my rankings for the week are up on bdge.store forward slash community so you can scroll down to fantasy tools and right here wide receiver cornerback matchup chart So sorry, I'm getting all the boring shit out of the way for you guys. Let me know how you want me to format this video because this is just kind of off the rip and I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing right now because I forgot that the internet was going to suck. I wonder if I do this on Ecamm Live, my other software, it'll come out better. Oh my God, PFF, what did you do to this fucking chart? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Ah, oh, PFF, what, what, what did you do? All right, so typically this chart is like really sexy, very easy to digest and read, but they tried to get too technical with it. And now it's all shoddy. These will eventually... Uh... It can't make anything out very blurry. You guys really don't see this at all. I see it like perfectly on my screen. Might be better on desktop. All right, this is ridiculous. Whatever. All right, let's go back to the teams. We'll eventually get back to that. 
but those are two uh, spots where you can look at wide receiver cornerback matchups. Ring it wide receiver cornerback matchups to help you decide things like is Brown going to see Trayvon Diggs? Probably not. Um, because Godwin and Evans will probably run a lot on the outside. So I'm really, really happy taking Antonio Brown, putting him into my lineup tonight. Everything we've heard from this offseason has just been beautiful from Antonio Brown. He's been someone I've been telling you guys to invest into um, heavily. So hopefully you did so as someone that you can get in the seventh, eighth round. So I feel I feel pretty good. I was deciding, you know, maybe I just go all in on the San Francisco offense and go Debo and Raheem Mostert. Uh, against Detroit, but I kind of just want, you know, listen, uh, fantasy is just supposed to be fun, right? Like I want someone playing tonight in my lineup, right? I want to be able to root for someone while we're watching. So, um, so I threw AB into the lineup. I don't think there'll be a big difference between him and Debo Samuel. I think Antonio Brown's got some really, really sexy upside against Dallas. I also think for the record, Tampa Bay is going to absolutely wipe the fucking floor with the Cowboys tonight. Uh, let's move over to the big league. The big leagues, the E-Town, get fucking down, which that vlog will be coming out. Uh, I believe that should be up for tomorrow morning, hopefully. This is the E-Town get down with Snacks and Animal. Um, I was first place regular season last year, ended up losing first round to Snacks. I love my team in this fucking league. I absolutely love it. Now, this is a... Put A, B into the... Oh, that's a great point, Colby. That was a really dumb point by me. If you are playing players early in the week, if you are playing players early in the week, always put them into their positional... Always put them into their position rather than the flex. Because if something happens afterwards uh, to to uh, whatever player you moved into the flex, then you have more options. Okay. You have more options. And um, as long as y'all can hear me, don't worry about the face cam, I guess. We'll figure out how to fix this next time. Uh, You have more options to substitute if something were to go wrong so you always want to put the guys playing on thursday night or earlier in the week whenever it is into the actual uh starting lineup for yourself good call colby respect respect brother all right e-town get down let's see if we have any decisions to make i don't have a defense yet i do not have a defense yet um I don't have a defense yet, so I got to fucking pick one up, which which here's what I'm going to do. This is going to be the first time I think that it's going to be the first time that I think that me talking on the streams is actually going to fuck up my matchups because I do have to talk about different waiver wire things and anyone in my league can kind of see what I'm up to. All right. So on the waiver wire, we have New England. We have Minnesota. We have Baltimore, which are all three like three really good options right now. Even the Chargers are good. Here's here's my thing when I'm when I'm looking at at uh, teams to pick up. I have I have a pretty I have a pretty simple formula. It, there's a few things that I look for when we're talking about streaming defenses. One, you always want to stream a defense where the team is actually projected to win the game, right? You don't want to stream a defense where the team is going to fucking lose, okay? So that's the first look at, you know, New England, Minnesota, Baltimore, the Chargers. And we want to see 
what the spread on these games are. Okay, so we have where are the Patriots at. The Patriots are three point favorites, which is kind of surprising with them at home. So they're not really favored, and that doesn't even that means on a neutral field they would be a pick'em game. We look at a team like the Chargers, who it's an even spread right now, so they're not favored to even win their game. You have the Vikings minus three on the road, which is a good sign because that would mean in a neutral site they'd be six point favorites at home. Uh, they would be nine point favorites. That's really massive. Okay. Uh, and then you have, what was the last team that we were talking about? Oh, Baltimore, four and a half on the road as well. So I think, I think both, uh, I think both choices of Baltimore and I really like Minnesota. What I, what I, what I really like to do when it comes to, um, when it comes to picking defenses, are looking at the mismatches between the O uh, the O line and the D lines, and I think the mismatch between Minnesota's D line, which is like the strength of their defense, and the Cincinnati's offensive line, I think it's a huge, huge mismatch. I have a really, really, really good feeling that the Minnesota defense is going to blow the fuck up, which does make it a little bit difficult. So we're gonna put a waiver wire bid in for that. I have to figure out who I want to drop though. I'm not. I never, ever, ever, ever spend money for streaming defenses. This is tough here. So we have all these sophomore wide receivers that I need to see week one. Like I need to see Pittman week one. I need to see Claypool week one. I need to hold on to Callaway because I think he's probably the best bet to actually hit out of all these guys besides Judy. So now I'm like, do I drop Ty Johnson? Do I drop Tyler Higby? Do I drop Ryan Fitzpatrick? This is a super flex league, so I do need a third quarterback on the bench. So I'm not dropping Fitzpatrick. I have TJ Hawkinson, but I also don't really want to drop Higby in case he pops off. But he went undrafted, or he didn't go undrafted, but I drafted him in the 15th round, okay? Um, drafted him in the 15th round means no one else in the league really wants him. I don't expect him to have a big game for Chicago, which means I could probably pick him back up if I want to. I also want to see what Ty Johnson does in week one to see if he's a starter, to see if he leads the backfield and snaps. So since I already have TJ Hawkinson, I'm probably going to make the move and drop Tyler Higby. So we're going to put in a waiver wire bid for Minnesota. We are going to put in a waiver wire bid for Baltimore. And the other thing I would do too, if you are doing like a tiebreaker between which defense to stream, look at week two, like Baltimore is playing Kansas city in week two right here, which means I don't, I don't want them, right? Like I'm not going to be able to start them week two. And maybe that's the case for Minnesota as well. Let's see. Minnesota plays at Cincinnati at Arizona. Uh, I probably won't be able to start them either. Let's see, New England plays Miami at New York. That's probably a better bet, but I don't want to start them this week. So we'll go Minnesota. If I don't get them, then I'll throw in a claim for Baltimore as well. Drop Higby there. And we'll be fine. Uh, the the mismatch between Baltimore's defensive line and Vegas's offensive line is also massive as well. Um, but I like to also look at over-unders. Um, so the other thing I would look at is like Baltimore, Las Vegas is over under is 50 and a half. Uh, and the Vikings Bengals is 47 and a half. We like to go with lower over unders unless, unless, um, unless the spread is really, really big. So if there's a high over under, but the team is supposed to win by like eight and a half points, I'm fine with that. The other thing to note here is uh, this is a tight end premium league too. So tight ends are getting a full point per reception where everyone else is getting a half point per reception. Anyone playing on Thursday night, we have Chris Godwin in the lineup. We have Tom Brady. So we got two guys playing right off the rip. And I really like that stack. 
The other decisions to be made. Okay, so Godwin's definitely staying in my lineup. I'm not concerned about the hamstring injury. He was a full participant and should be ready to go for the game. The decision I would have to make is at wide receiver two. Um, Brandon Ayuk also dealing with a hamstring injury. Or Godwin was a quad. Ayuk was a hamstring. So it's like Brandon Ayuk or for me, it would be Jerry Judy would be the other person I would think about throwing in for him. I like Ayuk way too much, and that matchup is too beautiful. Um, what I'm actually thinking about, you know, Claypool might get a lot of Tredavious White. Marcus Callaway, expect to, I expect to get a lot of Jair Alexander this week, so I'm not going to be throwing them into the lineup. Michael Pittman, I have no idea what this Indianapolis offense is going to look like, so that's absolutely a wait-and-see approach. Uh, Johnson and Michael Pittman seem to me like they're probably going to be the first two players I would drop, depending on how week one goes. The other thing I'm thinking about doing is this. The other thing I am thinking about doing is I really want to get my camera going again. Fuck. Oh, you know what? Is this in 4K? Come on. What are we doing? Work. One time for me, baby. Oh, no. What did I do? Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Sorry, I promise we'll figure this out eventually. Probably not. I've been saying that for like six years, huh? Come on, hang. This is craziness, StreamYard. All right, whatever. Hopefully this pops back on eventually. Anyways, uh, yeah, so the lineup is here. The other thing I'm thinking about doing, because my quarterback two is pretty fucking weak right now. I have Brady, but then I'm deciding between Wentz and Fitzpatrick. And what I might do is double down on the San Francisco offense. And this is another reason why I tell y'all not to... Um, Go too high on quarterbacks in 10-team or smaller leagues when it's super flex. So one thing I'm thinking about doing is actually taking Jimmy Garoppolo, who I do have ranked higher than, I believe, both of these guys, Wentz and Fitzpatrick for week one, because Fitzpatrick's going against L.A., Wentz against Seattle. I just want to see that happen. Um, I actually might take Jimmy G. I might pick up Jimmy G and throw him into my quarterback two spot and stack him with Ayuk. Might be a lot, but like if you're ever going to bet against a fucking defense, it's going to be the Detroit Lions. And I don't know if I really trust these guys. I could see Jimmy G like not being great, like 230 yards, but probably throwing like three touchdowns, you know? 
Um, so that's I'm thinking about doing that. But again, I don't want to move my team around too much because Jimmy G, if I drop Fitzpatrick, he'll probably be picked up and I'll probably be able to play him eventually, like against Atlanta for sure. Uh, it is a tough matchup, though. It is a tough matchup. Um, but Jimmy G is going to eventually end up being like useless on my team. So. With that being said. Yeah, we'll stick to that for now. We'll wait for somebody to get picked up and then. Uh, and I'm going to keep my lineup like this, probably throw Minnesota or Baltimore into the defensive spot. And then we will be playing against who are we playing against first year. Our first matchup. We got Jason. Ooh, Jason's got a pretty good squad right now. Stafford, anytime you got to play against McCaffrey against the Jets, it's problematic. Stephon Diggs, Calvin Ridley, you got Jacobs against Baltimore. I feel like Higgins is about to go absolutely off, which could be a good or bad thing because I'm going to pick up the Minnesota defense. Um, so if he stops him, good for me. If he doesn't, I also have Joe Mixon playing against the Minnesota defense and Dalvin Cook. So it's a lot of action in that game. It's kind of ugly. All right, so we'll move on to Pickled and Field. This is a dynasty league in which uh, this is a dynasty league that I was kind of going win now. So the settings for this league are tiered PPR. So it's half PPR for running backs, full PPR for wide receiver, 1.5 PPR for tight ends. So you can see Kelsey is really highly rated here. Almost 24 points. He's projected Aaron Rodgers, C-Mac, Darrell Henderson. I have Damian Harris, uh, Tyler Boyd, Robbie Anderson. So this team took a hit pretty immediately. Um, I drafted, who was it? I drafted Michael Thomas in this league to be my wide receiver one prior to the injury news, which is why my wide receiver depth absolutely fucking stinks right now. And then I ended up moving. Am I making this up? I, I can't. I can't remember between all the leagues to be honest with you i ended up moving michael thomas for for something i think oh yeah i also drafted Cortland sutton who i'll probably get into my lineup now so we're sitting here and i have to decide with my my two running backs i'm going to be starting christian mccaffrey obviously for darrell henderson i don't think i have another running back that i would want to get into my lineup right now no i definitely do not uh tyson williams is intriguing but i'm not starting him over the um I'm not starting him over Darrell Henderson. Tyler Boyd is going to be in my mat in my lineup. I have Joe Burrow as my QB two, which I don't love, but my quarterback three is Mac Jones. I traded Tua. That's right. I did something like Tua, Tua and Michael Thomas for I want to say Robbie Anderson, Darrell Henderson, uh, maybe a second, a third, and something else, and Jonah Smith. So uh let's see oh true that sleeper has history right where do we see that where do we see that where do we see the history of this player is that only on mobile Okay, so anyways, I'm not starting Mac Jones over Joe Burrow. That would be the quarterback decision I would have to try to figure out. At wide receiver, I have Robbie Anderson against the Jets, and I could throw Michael Gallup in, but I don't want to play him against Tampa Bay. Cortland Sutton, I feel like I want to throw into the lineup. The only problem is 
I think he's going to get a lot of James Bradbury. So let's check that out. Let's check out what we think is going to happen here. Okay, so there's cornerback rankings. Check, check. Uh, let's see where Sutton is. Yeah, so Sutton's going to project it to get James Bradbury. And James Bradbury was absolutely like shut down last year. He was so good. Uh, so a not full strength Cortland Sutton, I'm probably going to be fading in week one. History is all the way scrolled down. All the way, like on the player page. I'm, I feel like it's only on mobile, to be honest with you. Let me see, though. Yeah, no, that's not there. Unless it's here. Oh, there we go. Okay, so that was the trade I made. Um, I gave up Thomas after the injury news and Tua for Robbie Anderson, Jonah Smith, Darrell Henderson, uh, a 2023 first and a 2023 second. And the 2023 class is extremely, extremely strong. So I was investing in the future on a team that's already win now. So I feel pretty good about it because Michael Thomas's dynasty value, I feel like is just it's just it's just cratering right now. So I kind of wanted to get him off my team. Uh, and I do have three caliber starting quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, Cam, uh, Mac Jones. So I wasn't too, um, I wasn't too worried about getting rid of Tua. And then Robbie Anderson will fill a void for me right now as like an okay wide receiver too. I love Jonu Smith long-term and this is a 1.5 PPR for tight ends. Uh, so as Travis Kelsey ages, I've got her and Jonu Smith. So that sets me up really, really well at the tight end position. And then this was also a trade. I believe it was before Sonya Michelle. So it was like Darrell Henderson was set up to, uh, have a monster monster year and he could fill in as a running back two for me um but he's gonna have to do that anyways damian harris still on my lineup there so i'll throw him into the flex the other spot i could think about is taking Cortland sutton and putting him over dallas goddard or damian harris but i i, I have pretty high expectations for damian harris week one against miami um so i'm gonna leave him in in that lineup because that's my fucking guy and i gotta roll with him uh, any lineup changes y'all would make here? I think the only thing I could really think about doing is throwing Cortland Sutton in there somewhere over um, either over Goddard, but again, this is 1.5 PPR or Damian Harris. Uh, so I think I'm going to hold steady there. Who is who is Robbie Anderson supposed to get this week? How's he not listed? All right, so they're going to have a second cornerback that's supposed to be against Robbie Anderson. Whoever it is is probably terrible on the Jets. Okay, so uh, we will chill there right now, and we will move down to fade the fetal. Now, this is the team that I drafted this offseason as well, and it is uh, this is like a rebuild. This is a productive struggle team. So I do not have players that I care about like winning or or throwing into my lineup to actually win games. Um, as you could see, you know, my wide receivers are kind of terrible. Um, this was, I, I drafted all first and second year players pretty much uh, with like young cornerbacks and shit. And this was another team where I just got hit with injuries immediately. Travis Etienne, Rashad Bateman already on the IR, uh, just a lot of young players. So I'm not really worried about this team. I also have three first round picks next year, a second, two third round picks. Um, so with these guys on the IR, Irv Smith also on the IR, a bunch of my young players who would have been in my lineup this year are not. So this seems kind of fucked anyways. Um, 
So I'm not really worried about setting this lineup, to be honest with you. My question, you know, my question to you is like, do you do you throw games if you're in tank mode for fantasy? Uh, I don't do that. I will start whatever players are I think are going to be the best performing that week. Although, you know, my um my pick would be worth a lot more had I not thrown these games in the next year's rookie pick. I just don't play that way. I feel like it's you're a fucking loser if you do that. You're a fucking loser with a skinny wiener if you throw games in fantasy. Um so again, yeah, like these this team will be way better next year around three first round picks, everybody healthy. Uh so yeah, we're not throwing games. We will just uh you never know what's gonna happen too. Like for all you know, Saquon could be healthy. Chase Edmonds could end up being a top 12 back. Uh, my wide receivers have almost no fucking hope, but Kyle Pitts, Tyler Conklin, I, a lot of these players could end up being a lot better than I think. And like, you never know, could make Justin Fields gets in the lineup, makes a run Rashad Bateman comes back, makes a run. But yeah, my team is absolutely decimated right now with injuries and just young players. So that one's preparing for the future. And then we have the, what it do the dynasty league, which I would have, I think I would have had the best team in the league had Cam Akers not hit the IR. Uh, this is a is this tight end premium i can't remember if this is tight end premium i think it's tight end premium let's see so we had six for 45 all right so yeah it's tight end premium this league um what's crazy about this league is What's crazy about this league is my first like three picks last year were Saquon Barkley, George Kittle, and someone else, and they're all off my team already. Luckily, I had D Darren Waller as like my seventh round pick. This was a startup last summer. This was with the dudes in the NYC league, but since we didn't get to do the NYC BDG draft weekend last year, we started a dynasty league. This team I'm feeling pretty good about. Um, Calvin Ridley, Julio, DeAndre Swift. See, I would have had Cam Akers in this lineup to go along with Darren Waller. In terms of quarterbacks, I will be starting Baker against Kansas City. I will be starting Kirk Cousins against Cincinnati. I uh, don't want any of those three shit quarterbacks in my lineup. What running backs can we throw in? We have Melvin Gordon. Uh, Melvin Gordon's the only other capable starter right now that I could think about throwing in there. Yeah, Cam Akers on the IR. You hate to see that. Um, yeah, this three, this team would be so strong if I had Cam Akers in there. Who did I just say I could start? Who the fuck was it? Oh, Melvin Gordon over Swift. No, over Sanders. Definitely not over DJ Moore against the Jets. Nope. Over Chase Edmonds. No. So we're going to keep Melvin Gordon out the lineup. So we have Antonio Brown and we could throw Antonio Brown into the lineup over probably nobody. All right. I don't I don't think there's any moves to be made here. Antonio Brown and Debo Sam. This might be it. See, this might be quick learning point. This might be a spot where because I'm in a bunch of leagues and I already had a league where I'm starting Antonio Brown over Debo Samuel. This might be a spot where since I have the same decision again, I might diversify a little bit and take Debo, put him into the lineup over Antonio Brown. But since I'm not putting either of those guys into my lineups, I will be. um I will not be doing that. Oh, baby. And we bite and we bite. Let's go. Imagine the camera just turned. I was butt naked. 
the whole time. Okay. Uh, yeah, those are my sit-start decisions, basically, for this week. There weren't a lot of tough ones. I would say the key takeaways here from today, if we're doing, like, lessons learned, when you're streaming defenses, uh, if there's a tiebreaker, look at the schedule ahead. So rather than having to make two moves, you can make one move, have one defense that you can use multiple weeks in a row. Look at the over-unders for look at over-unders for the games that you are playing. Don't be playing defenses that are fucking projected to lose their games. That is one of the dumbest fucking things people can do in fantasy. If they're projected to lose their game, you do not play that defense okay you want low over-unders unless there's a big spread like tampa bay over under a 52 very high but they're projected to win by nine points and i don't even think that's fucking enough i don't think that's enough so i would be throwing tampa bay into my lineup no doubt about it even though the over-under is 52 i think if you have a good pass rush that usually leads to more sacks it leads to more strip sacks more fumbles more interceptions more pass attempts means more interceptions so uh we do that for defenses the other takeaways would be if you're looking at wide receiver cornerback player profiler has cornerback rankings on their site. They are paid, but you can look at each individual wide receivers player page and see who they will be projected to match up against on their player page, which that is free. Uh, PFF also has the edge package, which is $25. I'm not sponsored by any of these places. These are just resources that I personally use. Uh, and you can actually see who they're projected to go against and whether or not that is a really good matchup. So Ayuk. Uh, is they 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 switched these things up on here and it looks it's such a weird fucking looking table I don't know why they did this search Ayuk now they have them against all of the cornerbacks and the projected snaps against those fucking players so he's projected to see our I don't even know how to say that shit him the most though this third cornerback 27 projected snaps against him which is a great matchup you have their defensive grade like the pff grades right here those are really bad if they're in the green they were good if they're in the red the orange or the yellow they were not good so regardless of how you look at it you're looking at a very good matchup for Ayuk. um okay we're actually going to make our way over to underdog and we're going to uh make some over under picks we're gonna make some player prop picks underdog is absolutely smashing right now underdog signed alvin kamara underdog uh just bought the goat a goat, uh, goat gaming or whatever which is a gambling back-end technological website or some shit we're we're, we're we're crushing so you might think underdog is just best ball drafts but not the case they have these pick them games that are so fucking awesome and available right now so they're multipliers, right? So you can take a lot of these. So you could take a lot of these um, player props and it'll multiply it pretty heavily. So first thing, first thing I'm looking at right now is this Cowboys Bucks game. And uh, oh, also for those of y'all that are not an underdog yet for these pick'em games, the $25 match bonus. The $25 match bonus is ending on the 13th, is ending on the Monday. So for week one, you could still deposit 10 bucks and get $25 free on top of it with the promo code BDGE. But that will uh that's gone. That's done as soon as the 13th hits. So if you're new to Underdog, go to Underdog Fantasy. The link for the app will be in my description. First thing in there. Uh, it's a beautiful face for me to freeze on. You love to see it. And uh, if you use promo code BDGE when you deposit 10 bucks, you're gonna get $25 free on top of that to do these pickums with. 
One of the one of my favorite prop bets to bet is quarterback rushing totals. I'm going to take Dak over 14 and a half rushing yards. Uh, I absolutely love that. If we look at what Dak has done historically, even last year, he was putting up like 20 to 30 rushing yards a game. He's a mobile quarterback. I think this Tampa Bay defense is going to put a lot of pressure on Dak, and that's going to cause him to scramble a lot. Uh, I don't feel great about any of the other prop bets on here. Zeke, I feel like, is going to struggle against Tampa Bay. No idea what Tony Pollard's involvement is going to be. I do think over 29 and a half might be a good bet, but I'm not going to bet on any of these receivers until we see how the first couple of weeks play out and we see what the snap counts are and the formations are in terms of being in a slot and all that kind of shit. So uh, we'll take Dak over 14 and a half. And I believe on underdog, if you're doing multiple uh, picks, like if you're doing multiple over-unders, you will have to take one from each team. So we'll look at the Buccaneers. We have Tom Brady. <laughs> I love that. Over a half rushing yard. Not going to do that. Chris Godwin. They blurred him out because I guess he is still not projected to play yet. Let's see. Tom Brady. What do you guys like on here? Ronald Jones, half touchdown. I don't know if I want to touch the running backs either. Uh, I kind of like Ronald Jones over 58 and a half overall yards. Because his Dallas run defense is not going to be good. Mike Evans, I don't really want to fuck around with the receivers either. Uh, I think I like, I, I like the under on both of these tight ends. I'm going to go OJ Howard under. OJ Howard, uh, here, here's the other thing, guys. When you're betting, when you're gambling, it is always safe to bet the under. Everyone likes to shoot for over. Everyone likes to shoot for over. Vegas almost always hits on the under. I really like OJ Howard going under here. So we picked two of them. You could play $10, that turns it into 30 bucks. You could play 20 turns it into 60 so it's 3X. And the more picks you add into it, the higher the multiplier is going to be. So if I add a third pick into it, if I go like Cameron Brate, I think Cameron Brate was running with the twos. I'm gonna go over to uh I'm gonna go over to Twitter. This is where I find my my news. Reddit is buzzing about what? Yeah, I feel like Antonio Brown is probably going to score tonight. I don't know if there was a bet though. Fuck man, these streams make my internet go so slow. Yeah, right now if you go to underdog and you Bucks, use the promo code BDGE when you do it. They're going to give you $25 free on top of that to do pickums with, yo. We're going to be doing these pickums all season long. All season long. Uh, if you're in the if you're in the chat right now and you haven't hit the thumbs up button, please do so. Please do that. DeAndre Swift apparently under investigation for murder. Murdering fantasy teams. Why do I low key feel like you're you're like being for real? Giants Evan Ingram gonna be out. All right, are we missing anything throughout this stream? No. Okay, DeAndre Swift confirmed not a murderer. All right, all I want to do is look at OJ fucking Howard. Oh my god. Is unbelievably painfully slow. <laughs> On 
unrelated. Gronk was playing every snap with the starters despite O.J. Howard back and Cameron Brate there. Had been concerned about him. Yeah, Gronk is a starter. Routes with Tom Brady and three drives with the starters. We have O.J. Howard, 29%. Yeah, I really feel like O.J. Howard's not going to be uh, really involved tonight. It makes me actually want to hit both of these tight ends on the under, which I feel like is pretty risky, but we're going to do it. Fuck it. We're going to go under on that. Do they have a total touchdowns for Antonio Brown here? No, they don't. All right, cool. Whatever. We're going to run with this. We're going to go over 14.5 rushing yards with Dak, under 19.5 receiving yards for Howard, under 8.5 receiving yards for Cameron Braid. I bet you Cameron Braid is an eight-yard touchdown. So we'll go with uh, 10 bucks there to win 60. Boom. Love it. You love to see it. Confirm. Let's get it. could share your picks i could tweet this out i could link it let's get it let's get it all right uh so i believe that's really all i got for you guys today um i know this was an absolute shit show of a first uh first time for this but i have another live streaming software that i'm going to try out next time so hopefully it doesn't like chop out and get all shitty like this i love the stream yard setup it's like so well done and aesthetic but it runs via the internet rather than an offline program which makes it kind of choppy and shitty but i don't know i had some fun let me know if you like this format this is actually one of the pieces of content i really enjoy doing it's kind of fun because i could just kind of rip off the top of my brain and i think these kind of strategy videos are way more helpful to you guys i think these kind of strategy videos um help you become a better fantasy player like showing you guys the resources showing you what i what i uh what i use thank you what where did my camera go why did it just stop randomly what is you doing oh we bike um when does the E-Town Get Down League draft get posted? Uh, the vlog will hopefully be live. Ike's working very hard on it. Uh, he worked very hard on the NYC vlog, and I'm hoping that it is going to be live for tomorrow morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck, dude. It's so hard to click the right comments. Uh. All right. I am sorry that I missed all your super chats, but unfortunately I kind of did say in the beginning that I wasn't going to be taking any Q and A's Saturday. I will be doing a Q and a uh, Saturday. We'll be doing a Q and a for you guys. Hold on. Let me go to full screen. Yeah. Saturday, every single Saturday I do a private Q and a, I do a private Q and a where you guys can ask me any questions you want for the week. You have to be a member though. BDGE slash community that's where you sign up for the private q a's that will also that membership gets you private q a's it gets you the waiver wire uh fab guidance article that gets you my weekly rankings as well so if you don't need to ask me my sit start questions you can just go to the rankings and you see exactly who i would take all right uh that is it for today let me know what you want me to do differently uh i know there's probably not even enough room in the comments for you guys to do so because that'd be a lot but i love you uh we'll get this fixed for next time probably also not but uh hit that thumbs up button subscribe to the channel if you're new and we out oh wait one more big announcement one more big announcement this is big this is huge speaking of 
Come on, show on the fucking screen, my guy. Why are you not going on there? Go. This this stream yard is ridiculous. No, that's not what I wanted to put on. Oh my god, I can't click the right thing. BG best fantasy content. Shout out Animal. Animal will be hosting. Animal will be hosting a live stream every Sunday morning for Underdog. For Underdog Fantasy. On the Underdog Fantasy YouTube channel, Animal will be doing a sit start show every Sunday morning. Boom. I don't do them shits. I can't stand them. I'm not doing it. But Animal will be representing Underdog Fantasy. Huge mistake from them. But I can't wait to see it. Underdog Underdog is out here raising $100 million from Mark Cuban and Kevin Durant and all these investors, and they're going to let Animal do the sit-start on Sunday morning. I absolutely, you, just, you just love to see it. Is that the Bagels and Locks replacement show? No, that is not. That is not. Bagels and Locks will still be live, I believe. I'm pretty sure it's still a live show as far as I, I never know what the fuck's going on with our content, to be honest. That will premiere Sunday morning, but then Animal will get on a live stream after there. That's it. I love y'all. Hit the thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel if you're new, and good luck if you got players going tonight. We out. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.